Some people look at IRR. IRR is also important, but the equity multiple and the time period for the investment is also one of the key factors evaluating whether the investment uh, matches my investment criteria or my clients. Welcome to the Wealthy Mind podcast hosted by Alex Kalarinko and a good friend of mine, business partner Ashish Sanan. We are two immigrants who've come from humble beginnings to work in the Silicon Valley high-tech industry for many years, only to realize that we were trading our time for money on W-2 jobs in corporate America. Being laid off, downsized several times, watching our stock market portfolio lose significant value during each recession, paying high taxes was very frustrating. But we always knew there was a way out. Through a passionate belief in growth wealth mindset, we took massive action, started investing in commercial real estate and left our high-tech careers to build passive income with syndication investments. And now we help others like you to learn, grow and build life on your own terms. Everyone, welcome to Wealthy Mind uh, Investment uh, Show. I have uh, another uh, guest, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Tim Yusupov, he, he is the managing partner of Khan Capital, and uh, I, I've known Tim for many, many years, uh, and we became really good friends. In fact, he recently visited San Francisco, and we spent some uh, quality time together uh, after a real estate uh, investment conference. Uh, Tim, uh, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, please uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more. You know, how did you get started with uh, real estate investing? Well, Alex, thank you for bringing me on your show. I'm very excited. Um, I started back in 2003, and I've been software developer and architect for a little over 30 years. And in 2003, I decided to jump into real estate and just buy something for myself. My first investment was a um, house hack, and I bought it. And I had somebody live in there while I also um, managed it and lived in it. And after five years, I sold really, really big profits. And uh, according to my parents, they suggested that I go back to what I know best, IT. So I jumped back into IT and worked for in it for many years until I had my third child. And back then, in 2015, I decided, you know what, maybe I should go back to real estate because... All the investments I've done at that point were 401k and I did a little bit of stocks here and there. And as you know, you can't really win. You can't really make big of an impact in investments in these kind of investments. So I wanted to start something alternative since I already did something successful in real estate. And I started learning more about big investments. I really didn't like the model of uh, fix and flip. And I really didn't know much about buy and hold. So according to some of my friends, they recommended I attend some meetings, uh, real estate meetups. And this is where I started learning more about buy and hold and how people invested in smaller multifamily or single family homes. And it also intrigued me that instead of doing all the work up front and uh, counting on what I can sell it for, I can hold the properties, I can get a steady cash flow or steady returns, and I would actually know what I'm investing in. I would have a, a grasp of the market, I would see the property, I would be able to control 
how the property operates, and of course, expense uh, my income. And um, some of the things really didn't really play well with me. I didn't really want to deal with contractors, so I started learning more. And eventually, I came across some uh, groups and syndicators that did bigger deals, multifamily apartments. And I started learning about that. And this is where I really um, like this model where a lot of people pitch in and acquire a significant number of units and you have a more steady returns, you have more responsibility, but at the same time, you have more guarantee on on the property, on the location, and it's not just a single tenant paying you rent. So you have more predictable results. And started learning and eventually opened up my own company while still doing my <laughs> software development architecture. And this is what I've been doing ever since. In 2018, I filed my company and started investing in multifamily. Yeah, yeah. So multifamily is the uh, provides economy of scale, and, and obviously, you know, it's it's a large investment. We're talking about uh, three hundred apartment unit buildings, sometimes even more, versus single family homes. So you kind of pivoted. You started with uh, uh, real estate uh, on a smaller scale with a house cock, and then at one point, the light bulb went on, and uh, you you saw a potential to build generational wealth. You know, with commercial real estate, right? A lot of people, when they're starting out, they cannot think big, right? That's the biggest mistake that we've seen uh, many people. Uh, and uh, over time, they're able to overcome that mistake and move forward. And now we've seen many people, including yourself, that acquired 300 units, 400 units, 500 units. And it's a team team effort, right? W what is your team uh, is focusing on now? What what kind of your uh, expertise uh, and your, your sweet spot? You, why apartments? So apartments, as I mentioned, they actually bring more stability and more predictable income once you do your homework. And what we're focusing on is actually helping uh, business owners or high net worth individuals acquire real estate without getting really their hands dirty, if you will. We do all the work up front, we find the property, we negotiate the price, we close on it, we manage it, and we provide steady income for the individuals along with us. We invest along with the um, investors and or our clients and provide us and the clients with steady income. They can also write off um, some of the expenses uh, through the taxes they can do 1031s. So these are kind of the um, wheelhouse of the company. We also recently started um, helping little investors or the beginning investors to evaluate sponsors and evaluate, evaluate deals that they want to jump into to give them more predictable um, outcomes or um, evaluate how um, how serious uh, the the returns will be in, in the future because some deals might look really optimistic where they might look not as good, but in reality, once we evaluate the market, evaluate the deal, we evaluate the underwriting, we can say, well, based on your criteria, this is what you should really expect. Very excellent. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Is there's sometimes uh, when you are starting out, there's so many deals, and how do you know which deals are good, which which deals are too 
optimistic or some of the deals you might want to just walk away. But let's step back for a moment uh, and understand a little bit more what has gone through your mind where you kind of shifted and pivoted from investing. Uh, For many years, you probably investing just like me. I was in the tech industry for 25 plus years and I was hooked on, you know, uh, automatic investing, my 401k every year. Uh, a paycheck, I would contribute up to the max. I would uh, open a college fund for both of my uh, sons, and I've been investing in uh, SP500 and other index funds for many, many years. But at one point, I realized that that's not how you can build uh, a generational wealth that is that has tax-deferred income. I mean, 90% of millionaires credit uh, real estate as a vehicle to build wealth. So I started to learn just like you. And then over time, I started to kind of... Uh, shift my portfolio from heavily fully concentrated in the stock market to diversifying into other uh, private uh, equity uh, uh, investments such as real estate your commercial apartments industrial warehouses uh, uh, storage units i've been investing as well so tell us a little bit more how, how were you able to kind of overcome that uh, fear in the beginning to start investing in uh, big deals as well as shifting your mindset and your investment strategies yes absolutely it's a great point alex so my first investments were also 401ks and i did played with some stocks um and once i started learning about commercial real estate or bigger deals in multifamily i um realized the potential of what i could do yes i had to overcome of a lot of fear um especially you know everything looks good in the paper in my mind it it was it sounded all perfect and great but when it came time to write a check well there was a little mental things like oh you know what maybe you should be a little bit more careful but i had to overcome it because um at that point i realized i'm gonna face that challenge so what i did i found sponsors that i actually could trust and they lined up with my beliefs and my interests and the way i should i thought they should run the companies and the the way they should run my investments and work with my investments and of course at that time i also came up with my kpis what i really expected to have to what I really expected my investments to do over a certain period of time, whether whether it was a two-year investment or a five-year investment, I knew what kind of returns I expected. So I found operators that actually um, did these kind of deals in the markets I actually knew something about, or the markets that I could go in and evaluate and learn, maybe it was closer to my home, maybe it was closer to my um, relatives. And I started as a limited partner originally, and eventually I progressed further to joint ventures and uh, investing on my own. Mm-hmm. So looking back when you were just starting out, I guess, what was your aha moment when you said, yes, this makes sense. You build enough uh, trust. You you had enough knowledge. Obviously, you went through some conferences, read books, maybe uh, listened to podcasts. What was kind of an aha moment when you said, yes, this is the, the way to go and move forward and start start investing? Because, you know, so some people uh, are in this kind of paralysis analysis mode for a while. They'll say, well, interest rates are high. Interest rates are too low. Uh, 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 there's high inflation. There's low inflation. There's always something going on. And then looking back, then you realize, well, you, you probably missed out on great opportunities. Yes, they were 
moments when I felt like I missed out on some of the opportunities. Um, a lot of people went and invested in crypto. I never touched crypto. So in my mind, I could not really predict or control where it was going and how far it was going to go up or down. So aha moment was for me when I realized I could actually predict what's happening to my investment. And I knew where it was. I knew what was happening in the area and what the economic trend for that area was. And I realized, well, it's not one tenant, it's not two, it's not even 10, it's 128 tenants. Them all going and basically deciding not to pay rent, which is not possible. So I had my moments when I realized, you know what, this is a more secure investment than just putting money into 401k or into a stock market, not knowing anything about the company or what's going to happen tomorrow. So this was my aha moment. I could make more than I could make in a regular stock and sleep at night pretty well while my money is making money while I sleep. So that was and, my aha moment. Yes, and it provides other you know, tax benefits. And uh, if you can also touch uh, uh, more on you know uh, being not involved, I think a lot of people cannot seem to understand that uh, there is a team behind each commercial real estate investment where you, you mentioned you know, somebody acquires property, somebody analyzes the numbers uh, on a business plan. But what happened next, right? Mo mo mostly when you buy real estate, you're responsible for either managing the property uh, when the tenant uh, is there, uh, 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 or sometimes you can hire a property manager, but then you have to actually also manage the property manager because sometimes things break up, right? Sometimes things are not working. Sometimes you have a bad tenant. So tell us more about this passive real estate investing model. So I'm going to make an I'm going to bring an example. When a lot of people invest these days in, we put the money into 401ks or stocks, they usually park though that amount with some company, with some broker that takes it and buys some shares or buys a fund or so on. They charge a percentage fee. You a lot of investors don't really know what's actually happening on the back end. And they let go, they let it slide, or they forget about it for five or 10 years. At least that's what they recommend. You invest money into a 401k or stock market and you forget about it for 10, 15 years. This is the same thing, but actually this is more secure because once you invest, and it's also on each individual's um, preference, once you invest with syndication or you invest with uh, operator you, you trust, eventually you can check daily, monthly, quarterly, but eventually you will let go and you will realize that investor, the operator has performed before. And we always send updates to our investors telling them, okay, this is what's happening to the investment. And you will see your accounts, you'll see the returns that you're getting. And eventually, you realize you're invested with the right individual in the right deal in the right market. And you come back maybe in two years and three years when the deal is over and you collect your um, returns and you realize, well, this is the performance that happened. Just like with stocks and any 401ks, you put your money and you let it ride for the next few years. 
So it's kind of like what a lot, a lot of people already do these days, except you have more control. You know where it is, you know what's happening to the market, and it's not just some random company that is doing something in the background you have no idea of. So you have more visibility into financials, plus on a quarterly basis, you know, uh, so in a statement, yes. you can actually see. You know how did the uh, uh, the asset perform? What was the occupancy? What was the rent collection? Uh, what was uh, 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 expenses and things like that? So uh, walk us through maybe a couple of scenarios where maybe the deal actually went really well and uh, you made a huge profit. But uh, as we all know, not uh, all deals perform <laughs> according to the business plan. Maybe give us uh, an example of. Uh, your investment uh, that actually didn't go well absolutely yes so i can actually say with the investment um the first investment we've uh, i've parked some money with uh, as a limited partner on a deal and that was a phoenix arizona deal 128 units the operator went with the business plan to buy it renovate it uh, did some value add res and resell it in two to three years. And I was getting quarterly updates. Within two years, we, we've we made 2.7 times, uh, well, my investment. And we rolled it, I rolled it into a, a next investment. Um, the deal actually performed so well when originally it was predicted that it would do two times the return, or I'm sorry, two times equity multiple, and it went above because the market was hot. Yes, I did realize that was back in 2000, but still, these deals do exist um, and they do happen. You have to look at the business plan. The business plan usually la uh, lays out the um, the model how the operator is planning to do a value add and uh, resell it or keep it in the next five to 10 years, for example, by increasing the rents, um, adding additional, yes, and increasing the valuation of the property. So, yeah, that was one of the examples. Yeah, that was that that was a home run, definitely. Projection was two X and they did two point seven. And the beauty of it was that you actually rolled it over into the next project. So yes. you avoided capital gain. That's the biggest difference between real estate and any other investment is that you have that uh, tax deferral component, right? Because if you're in a stock market, uh, it, 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 when you decide to liquidate, it's a huge capital gain. Absolutely. And it's hard to avoid the tax man, but real estate does provide the tax deferral component. And uh, can maybe sh share us with, with uh, also maybe some some of the deal that actually didn't go well. Not again, not all deals perform well. Uh, uh, what happens? Sometimes business plan doesn't go according to the projections, right? Yes. So yes, there is a deal. Um... This is actually happening in the, in the last maybe eight to 12 months. So this is um, a property we've um, we've acquired with intent to um, expand and build additional units. And the property management company that was hired to do the job 
was actually stealing in the background. Oh. We caught them on time. We caught them on time and we fired them, replaced them. And currently we're looking to um, bring additional capital or um, still sell it at a good profit. Might not be able to complete the entire business plan as we planned originally, but still um, it's not a non-performing deal. That's all I can say. It's not a non-performing dealer. Very good. Yeah. And, you know, uh, when, when you're around uh, for a long time, you'll realize that not all deals pencil out. In my case, I actually lost the entire principal on some deals because the, I didn't do a good job on vetting out the operator. Uh, this is why it's very important, as you mentioned earlier, is uh, to make sure you align your values with an operator. You get to know them. You ask them questions. You check references. In our case, we run background checks on the operator. We travel to see their uh, on-site offices. We talk to uh, uh, their extended team, you know, property management, acquisition team, because you, you want to make sure that you trust and validate uh, the person and the entire group uh, uh, that you decide to move forward with investment. Th these are large investments. We're talking about 50, sometimes 100, sometimes $200,000 minimum investments, right? So you cannot skip this uh, important step of uh, just focusing uh, on the deal itself because the deal can, can look really great, right? But if you yes. don't have a strong belief and completed a, a very thorough due diligence, on the operator, uh, that's probably not a smart way to uh, move forward uh, uh, and invest uh, in in real estate. What are your, I guess, top three, you know, sort of uh, key questions uh, when you evaluate the deal as a passive investor that goes through your uh, due diligence process that you have to absolutely gain clarity on before you decide to. Uh, further uh, uh, resource the deal uh, versus, you know what. Yeah, this is not the deal I want to do uh, more even research or consider investing because it doesn't have those key parameters. Correct. Yes. So when I look at some deals that our clients bring in or I look for a deal for myself, some of the most important things are the location, location, location. I have to know if the market is growing. I have to know what's nearby, what is the business plan what is the acquisition price um equity multiple which is very important some people look at irr irr is also important but the equity multiple and the time period for the investment is also one of the key factors evaluating whether the investment uh matches my investment criteria or my clients the then we actually start looking at the numbers how property performed in the last two years, and that will give us all the information we need. These are the good things. Uh, so I know we have to wrap up soon. Uh, uh, what are the uh, other advice or any kind of tips that you would recommend if somebody who is just you know getting started? Right, you know we're all busy, especially if you're listening uh, and you have a, a, a demanding tech job or maybe you run a business, uh, you have kids' obligations and other things. You know, how do you get started with this uh, real estate passive investing? It all sounds good. Uh, we've all been there ourselves. We were able to overcome <laughs> our fears and yeah. insecurities. But 
what are the tips uh, and advice that you could provide to somebody who is just you know starting out, who is still on the fence? So some of the advice I would definitely give is to learn the metrics, learn the terms, understand what they mean and how they work. Don't forget that time means a lot for your investment. Don't just put your money into investment or stock and expect someday a good return. Remember a rule of 72 and always network, go to conferences, meet other individuals, learn how they invest, and you will learn every time you go. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Start with the basics and fundamentals. You know, connect with uh, like-minded people. You know, for the most part, the real estate investor community is very open and friendly. Uh, so you can reach out uh, uh, any time to to people just to educate you. And you know, there is a jargon, there is a terminology in commercial real estate. Uh, you know, don't invest in something that you don't understand. Uh, so until you you learn and feel comfortable moving forward to uh, then you know, don't pull the trigger uh, and you'll know when the right time, but don't get stuck in paralysis analysis. That's another common uh, mistake that a lot of people kind of kind of feel because sometimes there's good deals. And if you've done enough due diligence, then it's time to pull the, the trigger and let the team do the do the hard work. Uh, it, it's been great to catch up uh, with you and learn more about your journey and uh, your real estate investing strategies. How can uh, listeners get in touch uh, with you and connect with you, Tim? Absolutely. Thank you, Alex. My pleasure. I can be found on Facebook, uh, Tim Yusubov. Um, I can also be found on LinkedIn. Uh, I have a website, concapital.co. And I do attend a lot of uh, multi-family meetups and you can find me there okay. or on social media excellent thank you so much tim thank you Bye. thank you thank you for listening to the wealthy mind podcast we hope the content today filled your mind and your heart with the desire to build the life you deserve if you haven't done so already please do us a favor and kindly like and subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future imp- impactful episodes. If you like what you heard and want to see more Wealthy Mind content and be notified about upcoming passive investment opportunities, please visit our website at www.wealthymindinvestments.com and join our investor club. You can also follow us on social media channels as we are on Facebook, YouTube and LinkedIn. Thank you for your time and happy investing.